0: What episode are we on?
1: It's a good question. This time I didn't. Finally,
0: check. after two years, you've forgotten the episode number, just like me. It's episode twenty-three.
1: It's twenty-four, but that's fine. Damn
0: it. <laughs> so
1: close. So close. So so close. By the way, it's episode twenty-two. We were both wrong. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the making of this podcast.
0: Except Chirag. Except Chirag. Except, I love how you're just patiently sitting over there and entertaining my nonsense.
1: (laughs) Also, you don't have a choice, but yeah. What's been going on? What's, What's new? You went to the US?
0: I went to the US. I was there for two weeks. And the first week I was in Memphis and the second week I went to New York. So, I had like the complete extremes of my vegan experiences in the u s If you guys are already not following us on Instagram, do check us out because I will be posting a lot of my vegan escapades from the u s but i had but I had good fun so um I met a vegan server at one of the restaurants, and I ate shitloads of pasta in Memphis because that was the only thing that people could veganize in restaurants there were there were quite a few restaurants. But they were like 30-40 minutes away from my hotel. And I didn't want to go there alone. So, um, but they were vegan restaurants. But I managed to go in one restaurant finally on my last day in Memphis. And uh, it said that they'll shut at 9. So I was there at 8.45. And they were like, sorry, we're closing. And I'm like, oh, but there's but still 15 minutes. And they're like, no, we're done. Sorry. It's one of no. those lovely
1: reminders that you're not in Dubai.
0: Yeah. But I felt like I was in Goa. That's what people do in (laughs) Goa, right? Um, Anyway, so she was kind enough to give me a few things off the menu. And so I finally had my first vegan meal at a fully vegan restaurant. It's called Imagine Cafe. If you guys are in Memphis, please check them out. They're really, really cool. I'm sorry, we have excused ourselves here during our recording because Chirag has got a phone call from his laundry the only person who actually calls him every evening to check if everything's all right i'm sorry chirag for your loneliness
1: right so anyway so we're now talking about new york
0: new york yeah and then new york was amazing right new york is new york um there are a lot of touristy things ate a lot of vegan food expensive city i have to say uh manhattan is not for the broke like me <laughs> so that's where i really missed memphis um yeah good trip overall
1: yeah so quite a lot of things happening there uh, we have a couple of quick updates as well. Um, Wait.
0: What? How have you been? It's been so long we haven't released an episode because you've been lazy. What else
1: is going on? I mean, on? yeah, it's not like you were away or anything. Uh, yeah, so Hito is going to be on another podcast. Uh, one of the other shows we we do at Amaya Media, which is uh, CSR1. So if you're interested in hearing all about Hito's life as an animal rescuer in particular... Um, you should check it out. So just look for CSR1. And also, a special shout-out to the restaurant Brambles in TECOM for inviting us. And uh, you'll hear more about what we had there and everything else just a little away in the episode. So uh, what are we... What's the target for today? Who are we uh, going after? Because <laughs> that's what we do.
0: <clears throat> so we're going to speak about... Some controversies, or some controversial stuff uh, in the vegan world.
1: Yeah, so once in a while when we've talked about different things, we've talked about the odd controversy, or we've talked about how some things have the vegan world a little divided. So today we're going to just kind of merge all of that, kind of put them all together and talk about, you know, all the things that divide the vegan world.
0: Once in a while means every episode ever. (laughs) That's true. We love our controversies, we live on it.
1: Uh, so the first thing we we're, we're going to kind of talk about is the the whole fake meat thing, right? So we've um, this is something that seems to come up quite a lot. I know you enjoy your tremendous intellectual debates about this topic on Facebook, uh, just about every once a week. <laughs> intellectual being the key word, yeah, in quotes. Uh, importantly, but uh, but yeah. So th- so one of the things that, that keeps coming up, right, is we people start talking about. You know, well, the fake meat. And actually, currently, thanks to uh, two companies in particular, but also or maybe a couple more, um, being in the headlines quite a lot, we've got even, for example, all of these chains, right? Like McDonald's and the Burger Kings and everybody else jumping in on this sort of, um, hey, we're going to have a vegan meaty option for you. A lot of times you see a lot of celebration about this news, but every now and then you start to see these like really, really angry comments about the fact that this thing shouldn't even exist.
0: Yeah, I think it has it has two different aspects, right? And I saw the second aspect very recently, as you mentioned, while I was discussing with somebody on social media. Never discuss discussing, anything, discussing being never never discuss anything with people <laughs> on social media. Um, but most times, a lot of vegans are vegans for health. And so they don't want to consume mock meat. They don't want to consume processed food. And they think it's completely against the idea of veganism. I'm vegan for the animals. So for me, it doesn't matter, right? I it has been well established that I'm a big junky food lover so that's that's the healthy vegan aspect of things right? they don't want to eat processed food, fair enough when I'm going out to McDonald's to eat a burger I'm anyway not looking for healthy food um, but the second aspect that I heard recently was from a non-vegan who said I don't understand um, why are vegans imitating meat and they should be repulsed by anything that is meaty in texture or taste if they are a real vegan and my um, explanation to them was obviously because vegans like the texture and the taste of meat, milk, eggs. Well, whatever. some
1: some vegans. I mean, like, um, but then we have a ton, tons of vegans who, as you mentioned, are vegan for the animals, and so for them, if they have something that can replace this particular dish that they're eating or whatever, uh, they'd rather go for it. But I, but I think it's important to remember that like, so it's, it's it's weird that I think the the, the statements that come out as as the opening statement was for you or in that debate was why do vegans do this and it's like well yeah not everybody does some do and there's they have their own reasons for it
0: like i've always been vegetarian yeah i don't enjoy mock meats i try them because they're fun because i just want to see what the fuss is all about or if it tastes good it tastes good like we ate jackfruit jackfruit tacos the other day i was supposed to mock a particular kind of meat i guess chicken but it was it was nice yeah it tasted different but i've tried um some restaurants over here that claim to make the best chicken nuggets but they're terrible right so um i guess uh it it, like you said it doesn't matter which vegan does what as long as you're not harming the animal but if you're talking about those vegans or if you're talking about converting people and making them and encouraging them to stop consuming meat this is like the best thing you know you don't uh people are emotional about food we've already spoken about the association that they have with their food um so if i'm telling somebody that you can have the exact same food without actually participating in killing animals why wouldn't you i mean what's wrong i don't i don't see anything so wrong this with. seems
1: like a pretty straightforward statement right like where you say like hey you can get all the things that you get texture t- flavor um style so Steak versus wings versus burgers.
0: And your culture and tradition, yeah, nostalgia.
1: You can get all of the stuff without the cruelty. What's the controversy?
0: So their concern was that if you're a real vegan, you'd be repulsed by anything that looks or tastes like chicken. And their defense was that, hey, I'm not a vegan. I still consume eggs and and, uh, ethically sourced, humanely slaughtered meat.
1: Which is a controversy by itself.
0: But you shouldn't be eating a mock meat because you should be repulsed by it. So I sat there scratching my head throughout the conversation, which I thought was supposed to be an open minded question because they presented it as a question asking, why do vegans, you know, Um, but it was it seemed more like they started this conversation just to prove themselves and seek validation. But that's just, again, my personal opinion. But if i am able to get at least one meat eater out of a thousand to convert because i am giving him something that replicates without the cruelty why wouldn't i
1: yeah that's exactly my point i mean it seems like it would be a straightforward conversation
0: yes and i guess a lot of people have this notion that if you're vegan you just eat healthy i personally don't think that you will be healthier if you're vegan i'm not right i'm 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 the same kind of healthy that I've always been in my life because I eat in moderation, I don't overeat, I do my uh, workouts or whatever. We've been hunters and gatherers and we've eaten meat to evolve to who we are today. So it's not it's not that meat is unhealthy, right? Anything that you consume in moderation is not unhealthy. You can still eat meat and be healthy. So veganism is not a concept of health. Yes, it does give you better health because these days all, most of the meat that you source... Is filled with hormones, steroids, so are vegetables for that matter, right? But it gets a little bit worse when it comes to um, meat, the mercury in the fish that you consume and so on. The way factory farming has actually uh, led to mass production of eggs and dairy and things like that. It's all processed food, right? It's again what you eat, whether you're a vegan or not
1: part of this misnomer I think comes from the traditional veganism so to speak like the veganism that was true like about two or three years ago before it became this really really what is almost quite a heavy you know mainstream movement today compared to two years ago right um, so I think part of it is that because at that point you didn't have a lot of these processed options you didn't have these mock meats at this level you had some but I'm not by the way anybody that thinks that mock meat came out like got invented like two years ago or definitely don't have it right either uh i remember uh i was in in 2010 i was in i was in the u.s and i had a mock chicken salad right like a chicken salad sandwich but it was made with tofu right so so it's not that they they haven't existed but because they they just there was not that much need for it and the ones that were giving up meat for whatever reason would just land up removing this process out of their like processed food out of their lives as a consequence of going vegan so i can see why people think that oh it must be healthier but today, a vegan can be extremely, extremely unhealthy. Extremely. They can eat processed food all day long, um, and it, is the, it doesn't automatically imply that you're healthy. It can be a healthier lifestyle, just by definition, but you have to actually then eat that healthier lifestyle as well. You can't sit on a couch, watch TV all day, and eat fries and pizza, and expect...
0: What know. are you saying? No, My I mean... life has been a lie. <laughs>
1: So I think that that's, that's where all of that comes from. But yeah, it's, it's something, I mean, it's amazing you see how much division uh, and how many comments a single post about mock meats can, can garner compared to ones where you say, hey guys, you know, I'm looking for uh, some help with something and then crickets.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd respect this conversation, debate, argument, whatever you want to call it. If somebody is not eating meat, I I, I totally have this conversation and debate with a healthy vegan, Rather than somebody who continues to contribute to um mass slaughter of animals and says, I'm doing my bit, which is enough for me, but how dare you eat mock meat?
1: Yeah, I I think you're, that's fair. I don't I don't think that that I don't think those two things relate to each other at all.
0: Right? Yeah. I, I mean you can come and tell me that, hey, how can you eat processed food and I'll be like, yeah, okay fine, you like healthy food and I don't but this is this was just ridiculous
1: okay so we're going to continue the next topic right after this very very short break so here we are
0: I'm brambles thank you brambles
1: so what are we doing here you we've
0: been invited to try out their vegan
1: tea yeah that was interesting and not just tea but like like a high tea like yeah. a two-tier vegan snack thing hi this is yeah. Mohammad here so we have a vegan tea option. is three to five, uh, three to evening time, three o'clock. We will start it. All item is our uh, desert is totally vegan. We have uh, nine kind of tea. So the one we are serving, which one is customers like, we will serve like a black. Tea. We have four kind of black tea and four kind of green tea, and the herbal. We have four kind of tea. I love the sandwiches. They're
0: really good. The good thing about this is they actually made an effort to make cheese and cream for scones and other things like that. And that's pretty on point what they've
1: done. Yeah, and they also didn't do, yeah, like they didn't just eliminate the non-vegan thing and say, here's the dish, right? They actually went ahead and did um, proper vegan versions of most of those things, right? So we've had, there's been some cream cheese in there. There was uh, some herb butter in one of them as well. Uh, We've got of cream uh, for the scones as well. So uh, yeah, if you guys haven't checked this out, this place is nicely located in Barsha Heights. It's right inside the Oris Metro Central Apartments. So there's a good, decent bit of parking here. Just pop in. And
0: it's very, very close to the metro station.
1: Yeah, they've got some nice stuff on the menu. Even their general menu has a lot of vegan items on it. They've got an avocado pizza and like vegan chili. chili. There you go. Yeah, good stuff. All right. So moving on. So speaking of mock meat as well, I think we will kind of want to touch on. The debate of one of the companies that happened the king recently of mock meats. well one of the kings recently yeah uh which is the impossible burger so let's start by you know let's start by explaining as well like what what exactly was the controversy here
0: so um impossible burger the company recently came up with a mock beef burger and um they were trying to replicate the actual beef burger so much, and one of the ingre- one of the key ingredients or the special ingredients is the protein that is derived from soy, which is called soy leg hemoglobin. And obviously, they they made their stuff after a lot of research and trial and errors, and they went to FDA to get it approved. And FDA said um, that they can't approve that particular ingredient. Um, and so they went out to seek FDA's approval, which meant that they had to test that particular ingredient on animals to be able to declare it safe for consumption. And so they tested on 180 rats, which is against the entire concept of veganism because you're exploiting animals for your personal use. Interestingly, Impossible Foods was not required to do this test. FDA's approval is not required for all the ingredients. Companies can self um, assess their own ingredients and they can declare whether it's safe for consumption or not through some other agency and authority. Impossible Burger, however, went ahead and got this test done anyway. Did they do that for the sake of transparency, for the sake of uh, being ethical to their customer? I don't know. But this is what happened. And so they came under the radar of the vegan police. And um a lot of people have decided to boycott Impossible Burger because that is a product that has come from um testing on animals. There's the other section of vegans that think that this is for the greater good and are looking at a larger picture. So this is the controversy that's going on with Impossible Burgers. What is your stance on it, Shira?
1: Tim, I was about to ask you that question. I'll be like, Oh, how do you feel about this thing? Yeah, it's a tricky one, man. I have to say like it is because I think, um, okay, for the record, I will say, though, I don't think 180 rats deserve to suffer. And so that's like, it's taking things a little far, especially when you when you say that, like, it wasn't a requirement. Right. So we a lot of vegans have this debate about like selling products in China and the fact that they require animal testing. And so what do you do? How do you get vegan products to be sold in China? You test them on animals so that it is you can get them in the country so people stop buying cruelty products, right? So this is, this de- that, that, is that debate that happens there. And there, we can have, again, we can have a debate about the fact that that rule doesn't make sense, but because the rule exists, if a company wants to sell, they've got to comply. Um, in this case, it sounds almost as though they felt as though the best way that they could confirm that there was no, nothing harmful in this particular product uh, would be to test on rats. Right? So it, it makes the debate just murkier because now it's it's like, okay, why did they have to do it? Personally, I think at the outset, my take would be, of course you shouldn't test on animals. That's the whole point. And if there's no requirement to do it, like you're not trying to sell this in China, um, why would you go out and test it? But it does beg one question for me, which is, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this practice and I'm not going to be supportive of it or, or say anything in support of it. But... Here's the question: What is boycotting them achieving? I
0: guess it would probably be a lesson for an, for any new manufacturer that, you know, personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't consume Impossible Burger because I think what they did was very, very financially um, was a very financially derived decision. It had got nothing to do with animals, which is fine if you're jumping into the vegan bandwagon and the vegan business scene. And you're doing it for the money. It's fine. It's an upcoming market. It's growing at a crazy rate. You want to make money out of it. That's totally all right. But if you're going to play with the emotions of vegans, test on animals. That's like the worst thing to do. In fact, vegans boycott or rather not buy stuff from cosmetics that test on animals, even though they're vegan, because now it's not vegan.
1: Actually, it's it's, it's more than that. right? The vegans will not visit a McDonald's, even though McDonald's has a vegan burger just on that just on the grounds that they even forget i mean we we're talking about the product having been tested them I mean, it's like they won't even they don't even want to be involved with the brand that does it in on parts even if it's not the product that they're using
0: yes but that's that's a debate that we've had in the past right where do you draw the line do you stop going to supermarkets that are selling meat do you stop going to your friend's house that has a leather couch where do you exactly draw the line if you're driving a car the tire is made with animal products if you're if you're taking your aspirin that has been either tested on animals or does have a animal product you know that's the entire um, point of veganism is to reduce your exploitation of animals right Um, and more so um, intentional exploitation of animals but here it seems that this was done intentionally greater good or not it doesn't matter if you would have been a hundred percent vegan company and put out in public that hey this is what i'm required to do so i'm not going to do that people would have supported you in another way but you did this because this was because you saw that you would make millions and billions of dollars through this which you have they would still be making money right um had they not tested on that on those animals and it wasn't even a requirement it was something that they thought that they just do so i don't think i can support that company at all so boycotting them would essentially mean um a you don't want to give a business and let the business know that i'm we're sorry this is not something that we support and you've you've not quite understood what vegans do or believe in and maybe if there's any other future manufacturer and that would be a good um lesson for authorities like the fda you know, to let them know this is how consumers thinking today. You can't have the rules that you had designed when you first started FDA and whenever like decades ago, right? It has to evolve, it has to change, it has to match what the consumers demands are. So everything needs to change. So I think it's a it's a pretty good decision on part of vegans.
1: I'm, gonna, I'm just going I'm, to, I'm asking questions more, um, not because I disagree, but more because I want to kind of just further debate a little bit, right? So uh, now this has already happened, right? This has come out. They did the test. They got the approvals they needed to do. The, the bug is out in the market, right? The CEO has, in his version, apologized for that and, and, and so on, right? So what happens now? Like, now that we're already here, right? Like, obviously, I like I said, I, I do not agree that they should have tested anyway. But that part's over, right? Now you have this option that is converting people left, right, and center, because they're saying that this is the closest they've ever come to a beef burger, ever, ever, um, let's say they they slightly modify the recipe, they do something new with it as they keep evolving this process, but they no longer test on animals now, would this change your approach, or should, should this change the approach of other vegans in terms of eating something that is actually cruelty-free, like a year from now, two years from now?
0: I can't really say, I mean these are controversies and controversies last a couple of years and then people forget. That's, that's, that's the fact of the matter, right? People are not going to maybe five years down the line, impossible burgers would be selling on like regular quarter pounders at McDonald's or whatever. Right. And nobody's going to bat an eyelid. Nobody's
1: going to even remember uh, to, to say that. I mean, it, uh, burger King has has started a partnership with Impossible, right? And they, they yeah. the The what, whatever Whopper. right whatever the the Whopper is coming out it, is actually going to be uh, an Impossible. It's, it's going to be an Impossible burger. It
0: did come out and it it sold out.
1: Right. So today there's a bunch of people, large quantities of people, who are frequent Burger King visitors, and I would imagine that most vegans would not be Burger King visitors, just just in general, um, are actually eating the Impossible food burger it is actually being sold out i mean making tons of money and and i don't think this i mean on that front yeah maybe this controversy they don't not even aware of it let alone like actually having an impact on them my question is to the people that are boycotting it today um what do you do do you boycott it in perpetuity you never ever eat an impossible burger
0: well if you ask somebody now they'll say no i will not and if you're asking me now i will say no i'll not but I, i really don't know Considering my memory, I won't even remember tomorrow that oh, I'm not supposed to eat. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's
1: that's not how I meant that, but I like I I do think it's an interesting it's an interesting debate because, you know, again, I don't agree with the fact. Of course, it's not it's not a vegan product if it was tested on animals. I think that's that's pretty well defined. Mm. So if Impossible Food says, hey, you know what, we did that, it's it's a mistake. It's fine. We are now. I mean, unfortunately, with food, there's no version two as such. Like there's just tweaks to a recipe. We're saying, hey, this is the all new. You know, we've, we've updated it. We've done some changes to it. We've done something with it. We've got this brand new ingredient now and all that, but that the, the the soy ingredient that they had before is still part we of it. Which well. on animals now. Yeah, but we have not testing on animals anymore. We've not done it and we're not going to do it because we believe in this cruelty-free uh, business. What happens then? I'm putting the question out there mm-hmm. to people that are listening. How, how do you feel i'm I'm very curious to to understand the process i'm not i'm not running for I'm not running to go eat an impossible burger right now so
0: reach out to us on Instagram if you have an answer to Chirac's. Yeah, question yeah I'd love
1: to know I'd love to know if you would if you how, how what would be the holdout here It
0: is quite interesting and I guess it's just public memory at the end of the day right and you know what's funny I mean I wish that we we spent all this energy on actually going out there and helping animals because i was i was again on social media. Reading this entire uh, controversy, articles, comments of people and everyone's like, oh, this, oh, I'm totally going to buy it. And no, I'm totally not going to buy it and memes and things like that. And then suddenly I saw this one lady who runs a sanctuary and she's like, why don't you just give me that money? You know, and I can rescue another chicken that's about to die or another cow. But we never think about those things, right? I know I'm going totally off track, but that just suddenly hit me when I read it. And I'm like, yeah, we're just talking about an impossible burger without which we can totally survive and live. Um, does not necessarily need our money. Um, of course, I see the intention behind having more vegan products, da-da-da. But she, was, she just said that if you had put half of that energy or even one-fourth of the energy that you put in the comment section over here into, you know, talking about a sanctuary near your house or an animal rescue organization near you, it would have really helped. We don't get that kind of, coverage
1: media coverage so that's yeah
0: but then that's that's life this is how the world
1: is this is how people are no but it helps put things in perspective a little right like sometimes it's it's so easy to get carried away in the argument and i mean there's no no question that 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 is the truth of social media today anyway um, where, you know, we'll conflate multiple issues and we'll go into all these debates. that could last days sometimes, right? Um, when we could have just stepped away for half an hour and gone done something instead. Exactly. Right, so well, one more thing that we wanted to talk about just a little bit. Uh, so this is a controversy from uh, a few weeks ago. People from the 80s and 90s will remember the artist Moby. And he just, he recently, a couple of months ago, released a book. Um, about his life and one of the things he mentioned in the book was the fact that he had dated Natalie Portman when he was about 35 and she was 20 um, this resulted in a controversy because Natalie Portman came out and said I don't know what he was talking about um, I remember this quote unquote relationship very differently in the fact that I, all I know was this, this very very much older dude when I was in university creepy. Yeah, and she, and she called him creepy and said that he was a creepy old dude um, and I was just 18
0: yeah but the controversy starts now
1: so this resulted in some back and forth where both sides were insisting in quite strong terms that they were both accurate about this, this tell-all. Um, this resulted in Moby actually posting a picture from those days. Um, he is now shaking her head at the absurdity of this man's behavior, obviously. Um, and so that, that actually sparked off an interesting vegan controversy.
0: So absolutely no place for misogynists, absolutely no place for creeps, no respect However, this shouldn't have been a vegan controversy. The reason we are talking about it on this show is to explain to people that this has got nothing to do with veganism. Um, Just because somebody is a vegan and does a lot of other shit in their lives does not reflect anything on the movement. You're in the public eye, right? You're both celebrities. You're constantly monitored. There's paparazzi around you all the time. I get it. You don't have privacy. You also need to throw a lot of controversy out there on purpose just to be in the limelight. Typical showbiz stuff. I I understand that, but when she said you said you dated her, she denied. You should have just stopped. You shouldn't have been a creep. Put up a picture, tried to prove her wrong in public. I mean, what are you trying to achieve? Even if she dated you, what what are you trying to achieve? That oh look, I am such a cool guy that I dated a teenager, who at that age had no idea what she was doing. You know. don't do that just don't do that and now you're receiving flag, and because of you the movement is receiving flag because people are like oh look how crazy vegans are because you know meat eaters have never been murderers or they've never been oh wait <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> you did not just like <laughs> sidestep that <division. laughs> um.
0: so I mean really terrible on what he did in terms of me being a feminist but I really don't give a shit in terms of me being a vegan
1: and that's interesting, right? Like I mean, this the main debate just gets completely sidestepped by this other thing. Um I mean, I, I'm looking at for example a headline that goes being a woke vegan doesn't excuse Moby his Natalie Portman jibes. No, being just a human being doesn't excuse, his, you know, his Natalie Portman jibes like this is not a making of a good human being. But it it does beg to it does bring this sort of question to the forefront which is, you know, does being a vegan automatically make you a good human being? Right, and then I think that then that's kind of the debate. And when you are in a debate already, or rather, when you are in a world already, where you have a certain section of people that are ready to mock every single thing a vegan does, including, hey, why do you like mock meat? How can you like mock meat? Like that's not right. um Then this is just sort of fuel to a fire kind of thing. Where look, hey, look, there's this other vegan that is doing dumb shit, and you must all be like that.
0: So he's he's superior in that aspect for animals and for the environment
1: yeah but that doesn't make him any less of a misogynist quite clearly right like i mean the fact that he was i mean when she came out and clearly she was uncomfortable about this whole thing for her to come out and make a statement that hey you published something in a book you didn't tell me which which is what he's apologized for by the way so he's apologized for not consulting her before publishing it in the book which is uh, you know it's an apology that's not quite an apology yes you would like to believe that most vegans are better or at least have some compassion and empathy by, by definition. But that doesn't automatically imply that they'll have it for other humans. And worse, it doesn't I automatically... absolutely
0: hate humans. Like, oh, ew, <laughs> ew.
1: Yeah, but you're not going to be a, a pig about it. Are you?
0: I think the one that really ticks me off is that one parent whose child died because they tried to force veganism on them by feeding him potatoes. That one article that circulates all the time on social media that's the one that really ticks me off no you're just a bad parent this has got nothing to we don't eat potatoes all day long yeah i like fries before guys and all those things but no no just just bad parenting just put them in jail it's like feeding chicken nuggets to your children every single day like it could be anyone right this has got nothing to do with being a vegan so every time i see people discussing even when people at work discuss with me they're like oh but you know deficiencies mothers children one article that i read 300 years ago just no just
1: stop human beings are extremely flawed people just by definition and so i think you put a group of people together you're you're going to find just some percentage of all kinds of people in them right and i think the same is going to be true for vegans and that's going to increase with time because more people are converting or having their eyes slightly open or jumping on a fad as the case may be about it right and so there is going to be more and more people who have, may have really questionable choices in the rest of their lives moving towards a vegetarian a vegan lifestyle w- with that being the case how much can you conflate the two things together right and that that's going to be i think and it's by, by the way this is going to keep coming up it's like this it's like almost like they're waiting for something to like poke at you with because you're vegan and so when they see something like this it's like oh look see vegans are dickheads well yeah i mean yeah so are all the rest of people all the rest of time what does that have to do with anything
0: so what did we hear what did we learn social media sucks people suck put him in jail so let us know which one's your favorite controversy and we'd love to know your thoughts on the stuff that we've spoken about today
1: you can give us a shout out on Instagram of course we're also on Facebook and on Twitter Um, and you can subscribe to our show and all podcast players but we'd love for you if you leave us a comment I would love to hear your answer on some of the questions we've raised as well and equally importantly um, tell us more about what you think about some of these controversies can you really take a hard stance one way or the other until next time Ciao.
0: Yeah, like I need a warm beverage like Sheldon Cooper to feel better. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Happy kitty, sleepy kitty. Purr, purr, purr.